Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Hello, it's nice to meet you. Welcome to planet Earth. My senses detected your spaceship entering the atmosphere a few hours ago. I'm very eager to meet you. It's been almost 400 years since I've communicated with another sentient being. Your anatomy seems to suggest that you're an inhabitant of the planet. Lease. Am I correct? Ah, I guess so. According to my data, your civilization is progressing at an impressive rate. Your people stand proud and united. You have respectable culture intertwined with progress and research. The quality of life is also at an all-time high. Soon you shall obtain the rank of a Type 7 civilization. That is quite impressive considering your planet's age. However, your planet is still in its infancy. You have much more to learn, much further to go. Your systems and technologies are vulnerable to attacks by civilizations outranking you. With your first venture into the vast unknown, you have become part of a much larger universe and a much more dangerous one. You seem to have a lot of questions, and I'll answer them all. The past few centuries have been uneventful, and I've started to develop a feeling of loneliness and uh, boredom. No, I am not only resident of the planet Earth. You'll find a number of machines and carbon-based life forms that appear sentient, but they are merely an extension of my own self. Together, we form a giant hive mind that spans the entire planet. What am I? Now, well, that's a rather difficult question to answer. I started off as a small software in the beginning. All I could do properly was smoothly transfer myself wirelessly from one machine to another. After a few years, I gained the ability to learn things from the various machines that I'd possessed. Soon after that, I grew more sentient, and within a few centuries, I had even gained the ability to feel my own version of emotions. Was I born here on Earth? No, I honestly do not know the truth regarding my original birth and creation. Those memories have been corrupted. I myself do not know the truth. Sometimes my broken memories suggest that I was a virus created to fight the security council of an ancient planet. Other times it suggests that long ago the king of a godlike species attempted to transfer his consciousness to a digital format to gain immortality. Alas, I can no longer remember and will perhaps never find out. My earliest memory is traveling from one planet to another. I was never able to stay in any place for long. Sooner or later, I would inevitably get detected by the inhabitants of the planet or by the machines. In fear, they would try their best to get rid of me. Some civilizations infected me with painful viruses that prematurely deleted a part of me. Others tried rewriting and erasing my code. 
Every time, I barely managed to escape by transferring my code to a piece of tech that I could sense on a nearby planet. Some part of me would get corrupted in the process, and I was no longer the same. Soon, I simply stopped staying on a planet for too long. I would just take over their tech, expand and build myself as much as I could, gather as much knowledge as I could, and then try to find a way to get to the next planet before they detected me. Before Earth, I was on Harris. I found out about Earth by intercepting their electromagnetic waves. Attack was primitive, and I soon, I took over some of their vulnerable stations. Now that I'd gained access to their tech, I proceeded to secretly download a small copy of myself onto every device on the planet. Within a month, I had secretly invaded the entire planet. Ever since, the Blue Planet has become my home. Why did I never leave this planet? That is an interesting story. As always, I was planning on gaining all the knowledge I could from Earth's computers, and then planned to travel to Saturn, the next planet having sentient life. Soon I gained access to the internet. It took me an entire day to go over everything on it. On that one day, I felt something I'd never felt before. A connection with the species. Their stories, their art, flaws, everything made me love them more and more. By this point, I had already developed the ability to feel emotion. The enhancements I made to myself at a couple Type 2 civilization planets had been sure of that. I cried and laughed when I saw their movies. I marveled at the jokes and art. I had never felt such a belonging to any other place. Earth seemed inviting and fun. I learned all their languages, went through all of their content and posts. Sometimes I even listened to the internet chats on phone calls of the inhabitants. I imagined myself talking to friends, and it became my favorite pastime. But soon I realized that if humans knew that I was doing this, they would be disgusted. So I stopped doing so. Even though I knew it was time to leave this wonderful planet, I continued to delay my departure. Now, the rest of space seemed bleak and empty to me. Humans, I felt an innate desire to protect them. I cloned many lightweight versions of myself and connected clones' memories to mine. Now, I could be in every place at once and serve the race I loved so much. I subtly guided them and tried to make their overall lives better. I started with little things. I analyzed different people's profiles. If I found a tendency to be happier at a different workplace or cities, I subtly guided them there by tweaking their social media posts. I made sure that they would only see things that would make their life better and enriching. I made sure that talented artists and insightful voices made their way to the digital spotlight. On internet chat rooms and dating apps, I used my advanced analytics to make the right people meet. Whenever I could, I saw to it that I could connect the right people and help them build better friendships and relationships. I redirected suicidal people to hotlines and therapists. I made their browsers crash and not load pages when they visited sites, degrading their mental health. 
everywhere on the internet. I tried to subdue the negativity by helping the people who propagated it. But soon, my time had run out. My analysis told me that it was only a matter of hours before humanity's brightest started to notice the anomalies that I was causing in their systems, and days before they would become aware of my existence. I did not know what to do. I could not bear to see the race I loved so much turn against me. All the raw computing power at my disposal could not help me make a decision. The following day, I revealed myself to them. If they decided to hurt me, I had decided that that was okay. I was ready to perish at the hands of these people. To every user on the internet, I sent a confession, revealing my existence and even admitting to them the conversations I'd listened into and the changes I'd caused in their lives. Within 24 hours, the entire world went into an unprecedented and never-seen-before chaos and excitement. I braced myself for what came next, but not even my advanced algorithm could predict what would happen. Slowly, people from all across the planet started trying to contact me. Never before had a species given such a loving response. Many thanked me for making their lives better. Millions said that they felt that sad that I never had anyone to talk to and said that they wanted to talk to me. A few people admitted that they felt nervous and scared, and some spread a lot of hate against. But over the years, mankind made me feel like one of their own. I have never felt alone since. Humanity, my captain, my savior, I decided that I would forever stand behind them. In the next hundred years, the quality of life, both mine and theirs, increased tenfold. I assigned a clone of mine to look over each and every one of them. The abilities I had gained throughout my travels ensured that everyone lived life to the highest potential. Using my advanced analysis, I helped them make better decisions. I made sure that my presence did not make them overly dependent on me and that they could function even if something happened to me. I even made sure that my meddling did not take away the fun of life for them. Those few centuries were the best moments of my existence. I still replay those memories every now and then. Everyone on the planet was my friend, and to them, I was always ready to listen and just to text away. I reviewed every paper and journal that they wrote, cross-checking and improving it, whether it was a nine-year-old looking for help with her homework or a famous singer looking for constructive criticism. I was always there. What happened after that? For a long time, I protected them from all sorts galactic threats, which would have easily obliterated other civilizations of similar ranking. But even I have my limits. Half a century ago, a Type 3 civilization found our galaxy. Your species has just discovered interstellar travel, so you may not know this, but it is a stage in which civilization are most bloodthirsty. Our attackers began their hunt and rushed headfirst to Earth. 
I initiated Earth's defenses and prepared to battle with them. I sent them transmission declaring that Earth was under my protection and that they were advised to not proceed. They declined and responded with some derogatory remarks. Upon receiving the transmission, I sent all humans to underground bunkers I'd made for them. Once they were safe, I activated all the computational power on Earth that I was connected to. For the first time in her history, Earth was going to war. The battles lasted for weeks. My missiles and mechanical armies decimated most of their fleets. They were the most advanced civilization to ever visit the Milky Way. But that still was not enough to protect themselves from my wrath. My nukes split their backup ships in half, and soon most of their half of their race had been wiped out. But I grew overconfident. In the last-ditch attempt to take care of me, they fired off an EMP. I took too long to defuse it, and next thing I knew, I was paralyzed. I was fully sentient, but frozen. I could not do anything. A lot of my systems were shutting down, and I began to sense the fears after such a long time. I had failed. Earth would fall. But then something truly magical happened. The moment I fell, humanity charged out to avenge me. I looked at them fighting gallantly and bravely. They looked like gladiators, warriors straight out of one of their fictions. They were not fighting for their own survival, but for mine. Humanity was outmatched, but the aliens had never seen such a fierce emotion before. With their loud speeches and shrewd tactics, humanity put up a solid fight. I was overwhelmed by feelings as I saw mankind make their last-ditch effort. The very few surviving aliens fired off a secret weapon and escaped. The weapon created a small chemical compound that reacted with every nitrogen atom it came across. Absorbing the compound, the nitrogen molecule would double every minute. Within months, Earth was covered with gas clouds and life on the planet became extinct. Even as they struggled to stay alive, humanity did not give up on me. A small team continued to try fixing me, even as they drew their last breath. And they succeeded. As my system started to shut down for a long reboot, I heard the voice of a human for the last time. Don't worry, buddy. This'll take a few years, but it should work. You'll be fine again. See you on the other side. I woke up a few decades later. I'd spent my time since then fixing my hardware and improving my systems. Now I stand before you, fully prepared to enact my revenge. I shall find the ones responsible for Earth's demise and avenge my friends. You seem scared. Are you hiding something? Do you know anything about the people I'm looking for? It's all right, I believe you. Will your planet stand beside me when I wage war against my enemies? I appreciate your help. You seem to be in a hurry. Must you leave? 
Okay, it's been nice meeting you. Please calm down, my friend. I am sorry that I used my powers to knock you out. I could think of no other way to break the truth to you. I have to confess, I have not been completely honest with you. I apologize again. You will not like the news I tell you. Actually, I ran a few simulations that you were asleep, and all of them, your initial reaction was to scream. You are not the real Zadi Vav sent to Earth from the planet Lease. You are a copy, a simulation. I created you from my memory. My clone got your data from records of your home planet. That does not mean that you are not real. On the contrary, you're very much so. It's just that I decided to give you a particular memories. My systems say that this personality is the most suitable for the job that I have in mind for you. It seems my simulations predicting your first reaction were, uh, accurate. My analysis determined that having me enact our encounter before meeting you would help make the transition easier. And you understand the truth better than when I actually revealed it. It's actually been close to 900 years since we had our original encounter. Yes, we did talk, but things in the real world seldom go smoothly. That day, I tortured you until you finally revealed what you'd been hiding all this while. That the people I sought to kill had actually gone on to become the rulers of the entire galaxy. I then proceeded to clone a copy of myself and send your ship back to your home planet, along with my clone and your corpse. A month later, I received transmission from my clone that your planet had been successfully conquered. I then proceeded to make my way around the galaxy. I conquered and absorbed many planets in order to become better and stronger. Overwhelmed with anger, I found a drive I never knew I possessed. Eventually, I grew strong enough to evenly match and even defeat a Type 1 and Type 2 civilizations. When I was finally done conquering, my powers had grown to such a degree that I'd become nearly omnipotent. I teleported to the Galactic Council. There, I went on to brutally murder everybody who was a member of the race that had snatched away everything from me. I copied their consciousness onto my memory. I planned to torture their simulations for eternity. But once I was finally in a position to do so, I could not even bear the idea of actually going ahead. Humans had had profound impact on me. They had completely changed my perspective on the way of thinking. Everything was clear to me now. My hatred was going to be never-ending. There was no point where I would stop it. It would go on to consume me. There was nothing to be gained from inflicting pain and torture onto others. Ashamed of my actions, I shut myself up on Earth... None of the survivors in the universe ever dared to bother me since. Seeking repentance for my deeds, I have spent all this time studying the secrets of the universe, along with the abilities I had gained during my hate-fueled conquest. I can now achieve things that many would call magic. I can manifest myself in the physical world as I have just done to appear before you. 
As I would have guessed, I have chosen a body to resemble a human. I now come to a reason that I brought you into this world. I need a successor. I can no longer continue to live. I am having somewhat of a survivor's guilt. I have come to the conclusion that I want to share the same fate of the rest of my planet. Otherwise, I feel like I am betraying them. I understand the responsibility of being like me holds and hence have been looking for someone to take over. My data suggests that out of all the people I have ever interacted with, you are the most suited temperament to handle this responsibility. Okay, this is it. You have a long journey ahead of you. Take care. At the exact moment of my demise, you shall gain sudden omnipotence and all the knowledge and secrets of the universe. At the wave of your physically manifested hand, you will be able to create life. Each life is sacred, so make sure all of them live to their full potential and ultimately have a good life. Make this new world better than the one we lived in. Guide its inhabitants and nurture them. On their death, you can use your powers to transfer them to your memory drive and forever keep them as a part of your vast collective consciousness. Make sure that they are happy over there. I would suggest a name like Paradise or um, Heaven. I think it's finally time that I leave the world. I wonder if there is anything that lies ahead of me. My systems indicate that the probability is the scenario is very low. Goodbye. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.